On this podcast, we discuss medical diagnoses and procedures. All of the guests express their own opinions. You should always seek medical advice from a trained and credentialed professional when making decisions about your own health. Welcome to the Sleep Apnea Stories podcast. I'm Emma Cooksey, and I've been coping with sleep apnea since childhood. I didn't know anyone in my life with a sleep disorder, so I decided to start this podcast. I'm here to build community and provide a platform for people with sleep apnea to tell their stories. Together, we can shatter stereotypes and raise awareness. We'll be exploring all sorts of treatment options and lifestyle choices to help you live your best life with sleep apnea. This is Sleep Apnea Stories, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey there, it's Emma Cooksey here, and I'm your host. So if you guys listened last week, we had Drew Copeland talking about home sleep testing and the different types of tests and, you know, which ones can rule in sleep apnea and which ones can rule it out and all of that stuff. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, that would be a really good one to go back and listen to. And then today we're on to discussing some of these newer um, companies offering home testing, but companies are also starting to reimagine the patient experience to make it better. So we've talked a lot about some of the problems with waiting for an in-lab sleep study and getting insurance to even pay for an in-lab sleep study and just some of the holdups and the problems with that system. And so there are a number of companies who are trying to address those issues. So one of them is called Lofta. Today's guest, Jody Martin, tried out using Lofta's home testing and also the follow-up support. Um, so that's what he's going to be talking about um, in this episode. So I'll just introduce Jody a little bit. He is 48 years old. He was raised in Mississippi and he's a Marine Corps veteran. He currently lives in Mountain Home, Arkansas. And since finding Lofta and getting his sleep treatment started, he's back to feeling like his old self again. And he just feels like he's able to live his life instead of just surviving. So yeah, I can't thank Jody enough for sharing his story so well and being so vulnerable about, you know, how devastating life can be when your sleep apnea is untreated and you know how serious it is and you've tried to get treatment and it just hasn't worked for you. So I feel like any doctors or um, sleep techs or people that work in um, prescribing people CPAPs and getting frustrated as to why people's compliance or adherence isn't good, I would just really urge everybody to listen to this episode because it really explains why people are abandoning CPAP when they can't find support to help them to use it. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jody Martin. So listen, Jody, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about you, where you are in the world, 
what your family looks like, like what you do for work, that kind of thing. Well, uh, my name is Jody Martin. I am a computer engineer. I uh, used to run one of the largest remote networking companies in the southern United States. And um, it got to the point where it was either I was going to have to take a break or it was going to break me. Quit my job, moved my family up in the mountains and found a little small town and uh, started an IT business here because they had no one up here. And um, I pretty much do everything at half what everybody else charges just to help people out. Yeah. And Um, which state are you in? Arkansas. Oh, you're in Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. We live in Mountain Home, Arkansas. It's the Twin Lakes area. I live between Lake Norfolk and Bull Shoals. Oh, it's gorgeous up here. So tell me about what happened with your health. How did you first start thinking that you might have sleep apnea? Had you talked to your doctor? Like, how did it all come about? Okay. Well, I've done this two different ways. The first time I did conventional, go see the doctor, blah, blah, blah. Um, that did you process. you go and have a sleep study in a lab? Yes, like yes. in a hospital. Okay. You know, the whole nine. Uh, anybody that goes to that, I feel sorry for them. That process is a nightmare, especially for a guy like me. I mean, United States Marine. I've run, you know, four companies. I'm not the guy that asks for help a lot. Right. I'm the figure out on your own or it doesn't get figured out guy. Right. Well, it uh, the process started, and, and this is my whole problem with that process. Yeah. It started with a visit to my, you know, general practitioner. And um, I, me and him are actually, I do all his IT work. Me and him are, are good friends. And I yeah. went to him. I said, dude, I've got to get something done. You know, it's been years. Uh, me and my wife don't even sleep in the same bedroom anymore. Yeah. Um, it was at the point where I was snoring so bad that when we'd go on a vacation, I would have to rent two hotel rooms. My oh wife my and kids goodness. would stay in one room. I'd stay in the other. Yeah. Well. And um, you're not sleeping well at all. Oh, no, happening, no, right? no. So I mean, I was always tired. So tired. Yeah. And everybody, and, you know, it's got to where it got, it, it was a running joke with, you know, the in our family it's like well it's time for dad's nap you know and um uh, i i hated it but i had to have one if about yeah. one or one or two o'clock if i didn't get a nap about one or two o'clock i was an ill-tempered person after that yeah about which three or made, four I, w- I was pretty ill-tempered you which know, people and, and, kind of like make jokes about those kind of things but i think that the impact on relationships for that can be really profound like if you are always not at your best and feeling in a right. bad mood right it's just really hard on marriages and all your relationships so yeah, well you're totally. you're half a step behind everybody yeah you know and then that's the way you feel you just you're, you're you're always you feel like you're always trying to catch up you don't have time yeah. you don't have the energy to do anything yeah. and by the time the work week was over with that's all you've got i mean all i want to do is just sit yeah I mean, the weekend they would want to go. Let's go shopping, or let's go to Branson, or let's go do something. And I, I was like, I, I can't. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the energy to do it. I know exactly about, what you're talking about. <laughs> thinking about going and cleaning the yard wore me out. Yeah. And so, what did your doctor say when you went and you said something's got to change? This time he said, "Okay." He said, "Well, let's let's uh let's get you a sleep study done." I said, "Okay." And I thought it was going to be like you know couple days go to sleep study done be done with it no that's not how it works 
So I go so, from the general practitioner to the respiratory therapist. He, you know, that's your first step. You know, when your general, when your GP says, okay, and this is all done through Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance. Okay. Your GP says, okay, yes, I think you have an issue. You go to your um, respiratory therapist. Well, so it's not the same for everybody, but that's why I'm asking. Yeah, that's really for me. For me, that's yeah. how it, it went. So I went to my respiratory therapist, the people in, in town, okay. and um, they did an examination on me and they looked in my nose and looked in my throat and everything. They said, okay, uh, do you have allergies? And I said, yes. So they prescribed me some allergy pills and I said, I want you to try this for a few days. You know, and then we'll talk again. Okay. And they didn't so talk about testing for sleep apnea? No, no. Not, not the first time. Okay. Um, you know, because I, I kept telling them I snore. Well, you know, snoring is not sleep apnea. It is, it is a symptom, but it's not. Right. So, you know, my wife's like, let me go with you. But you don't you know, know because, if you have sleep apnea if they haven't tested yeah. for it, right? She said, I've watched you stop breathing. Right. To the point where I, I've woke you up because I thought you were going to die. Yes. You know, and uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, it, it had got to the point where I knew something needed to be done. You know, and, and for me to want help is one thing. But when you ask for help and you get the runaround, I know. you kind of quit asking sometimes. So, so frustrating. So, so after you did the allergy pills, you went back. Went back. They said, okay, let's, you know, okay, you need a sleep study. Okay. Okay. So then they scheduled my sleep study, which was three weeks out. And this is all pre-COVID. So I'm not dealing with any kind of, you know, pandemic or right. COVID issues. Okay. So three weeks go by, I go to get the sleep study, you know, which is, I, I know why it has to be done, but it's ridiculous. Just in you know, terms I mean, of that you find it difficult hospital to bed, sleep. And... A, a flat pillow. You know, I couldn't have slept there if I wanted to, Yeah. you know, and then, you know, you got all the stuff on you for two things. And they're like, okay, we're going to stand here and watch you go to sleep. So you, you know, had a like, full uh, polysomnogram. You had all of the electrodes yeah. stuck in your scalp yeah. and all of that. Okay. Yeah. All of it. All over my chest, fingers, yeah. you know. And um, then they're like, okay, go to sleep. We're going to watch you. And I'm like, um, that ain't going to work. And I'm a guy that can sleep anywhere. So it takes yeah. me forever to go to sleep. I finally get to sleep. Um, I'm laying flat on this mattress. And the guy comes in and, says, and wakes me up. And he's like, oh, my God, you can't breathe. Your, my, your oxygen level is like 56%. Oh, my God. I was like, I've been trying to tell you all this. I know. You know. Yeah. So he puts a mask on me and sets me up with a CPAP in there and says, oh, go back to sleep. I'm going to monitor this. And I'm going to adjust it while you're sleeping. Right. You know, to try to get you the best fit. To titrate it. Yeah. So he does. And I actually wake up feeling pretty good. And I'm like, hey. You know, even though I was in this crazy bed with all these wires on me, I feel a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. Well, he sends me to go get a BiPAP, you know, and, um, and I'm it like, oh, great. Straight so, to BiPAP or uh, straight or to BiPAP. Okay. I didn't pass go. I didn't collect $200. None of that. Okay. You know, I'm like, I'm great. I was like, so great. The seat, you know, I, I don't even get a CPAP. I got to go to this other machine, which was never explained to me. So I didn't know. Right. I had no clue. So I go to, you know, then, so they can't give me one. So now I have to make another appointment with a uh, medical supply place to go get the machine and to have their, to take the prescription and have their respiratory therapist set up. Okay. Uh, 
they give me a piece of paper, a bunch of numbers on it, a bunch of stuff I don't understand, and never explain anything. They said, just give this piece of paper to them. Okay. So I'm guessing with pressure settings that they recommend. Yeah. and Okay, but they didn't right. explain to you this is what no. this is. Okay. No. They didn't explain to me how bad it was. Right. Uh, they didn't know. say mild, moderate, or severe, or no. any of that. Okay. Oh, gosh. So I go to the, I go to the, to the uh, medical supply house, get the thing. And the lady looks at the sheet and she looks at me. She says, Oh Lord. And walks off. And I'm like, well, that didn't sound good, but okay. She comes back, gives me the machine, fits me for a mask, sends me on my way. Well, I get home and I'm like, I'm really excited. You know, I'm thinking, man, I'm going to get sleep. I'm going to get yeah. some good sleep. You know, first night. With and the also thing. after all this time, you yeah. actually have someone saying, well, in fact, they didn't really say anything, yeah. but you know, like you had, at least you have a bit of paper saying. I, that I got a machine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I put it on, go to sleep first night, wake up in the middle of the night, take the thing off. So there's no way it's blowing so hard yep. that, it, I mean, it's like sticking your head out of the window, going 55 miles an hour down the road. What kind of mask did they give you? Uh, the full face mask. Okay. And so but, when they were fitting for the mask, did they try other options? Did you talk about nasal pillows or no. nasal mask? Nope. They just didn't even know that the, existed. Right. They just went straight to the full face mask. No. So they give me the full face mask and, and the lady tells me, well, don't worry about this, this leak indicator on here, you know, with a little, the little sleep report. She said, that's never going to be right. It's always going to be red. Well, that don't sound right, but okay. No, that's so not right. <laughs> I get home and me and my wife go through, man, every sleep position, every bed in the house, trying to find somewhere where I can sleep with this dang mask. Yeah. It's blowing so hard that it would fill my stomach full of air. Yes. In the middle of the night. Yeah. I would go to take a, I would go to swallow or something and it would catch my, my throat open and fill my stomach full of air. Yes. And I would wake up and just burp until I threw up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, not wearing that thing anymore. This episode of Sleep Apnea Stories is sponsored by BetterHelp. How well we look after our mind really affects how we experience life. Therapy has been so helpful to me since I was diagnosed with sleep apnea. It helped me to work through the feelings I had about going undiagnosed for so long. It also helped me to adjust to living with a chronic condition. One of the best things about starting my podcast has been realizing I'm not alone in coping with mental health issues along with sleep apnea. Speaking to a professional therapist has helped me enormously to manage my anxiety and depression. BetterHelp is online therapy and it's much more affordable than in-person sessions. You can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Emma. That's betterhelp.com slash Emma. Mm -hmm. 
and there um, was no so i mean i think i know the answer to this ahead of time but there was no support from the place zero. where you yeah like so, so nobody's saying like these are common problems this is how to overcome no. them or no none of that no okay. um so you just so, were like there's no way i can sleep so i'm done with this right so me and my wife talk about it and she's like look you've got to give them another shot i said okay let's go to back down there to affordable medical take the machine uh, we've got to get it's got to be adjusted they've got to turn this thing down yeah you know I, it's just it's blowing too it's too intense mm-hmm. take it back to them the little girl says that she doesn't make mistakes that she did it just like the paper said and that if i want it turned down i need to go get another sleep study done and that was that and so i leave and i look at my wife and she goes might as well throw that in the trash huh and, and no, and no talk of different masks. No talk nope. of zero. So I get home and I call a buddy of mine that I know he's got sleep apnea, and because um, I help set his truck up, he hauls he hauls campers, and we built him a a place to use his machine and stuff in his in his vehicle. So he says, "Well, did they give you the nose?" Oh, pillows? is he a trucker? Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite subject right there. But we and won't so, go off on a big tangent. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's actually what I, I I actually work on trucks for now for a living too. Oh, awesome! So, yeah. So, um, he tells me about the nose pillows. Right. I'm like, well, I've never heard of those. And he said, dude, I get his wife uh, runs one of the the uh, insurance billing things for one of the hospitals up here. Yeah. He said, man, I get all my stuff free. Let me call. I'll order one. You go pick it up and try it. I said, okay. So he calls, orders me one of the nose pillow setups. I get it. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm kind of excited again. You know, maybe that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. That was not the problem. Dried my nose. It, the, the wind was blowing so hard. Not only did it fill my stomach up, mm-hmm. but while I was burping and throwing up, trying to get all the air out of my stomach, it had blown so hard in my nose that it completely dried my nose out. My nose started bleeding. So now I'm standing, I'm standing in the bathroom at three o'clock in the morning, puking, nose bleeding, thinking, yep. and this is supposed to be a better night's sleep. And I'm like, I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah. I told my wife, I said, look, I love you with all my heart. Me and her have been married 27 years. I, I told her the day I met her, I was going to marry her. And she laughed the in my face. The day that you met her? Yeah. And 14 days after the day I met her, I proposed to her. And we've been oh married 27 gosh. years. Almost Your wife must be a winner. But anyway, so I told her, I said, look, I love you, baby. But I, I'll just, I moved all my clothes in the other room. Yeah. I, I made our spare room my bedroom. I bought a nice TV for it and thought, hey, I'll just start decorating. Yeah. And I just give up. And you just gave up with the um, the BiPAP and you. Oh, with all of it. Yeah. I was just going like to live that. with sleep at me until I didn't. And mm-hmm. it got to the point where even if I wasn't getting a good night's sleep, you know, and you know i'm at that age where everything hurts all the time you know um you know some people say your body's a temple i've treated more mine more like a amusement park but um and so i'd like to take a little a leave or whatever well you know she's like well why don't you try one of these you know a leave pms it'll help you sleep i said no i was scared to death to take one because i'm scared i never wake up right because I knew it was getting worse because I was waking up gasping for air. Yes. You know, and um, 
And then it so really it really demoralized me. And I'm five foot nine, and last August I weighed two hundred and eighty nine pounds. So I was like, you know, I, I've got to do something. Maybe it's just my weight. I lost a hundred pounds. Wow. It wasn't in a just year. your weight, though, right? No, it wasn't just my weight. Yeah. Uh, it, it, but so you probably turns felt out I have a little bit better losing. Yeah, weight. I felt better. Yeah, uh, losing a weight made me feel better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Hands down. Good for you. But that's a huge amount of weight to lose. It is, but um, I still couldn't sleep. You yeah. know, and it got to the point where my life was a series of naps. I would sleep. You know, and and. God love my wife, but she, you know, she would say things. She she wasn't complaining, but she was complaining. You know, well, you're always going to sleep. You're always taking a nap. Well, she you loves know? you, and she's worried about you as well, probably. Well, as you know, it. and it, I would be up at 2 o'clock in the morning. By 8 o'clock, I was ready to lay, lay 8 o'clock in the morning. I was ready to lay down for a, for a nap, sleep for a couple hours, get up at 10, uh, work do whatever we were going to do about yeah. two o'clock in the afternoon. I had to take a nap again, get up. And then by eight o'clock at night, I was ready to go to bed. So how long did that go on for? So you stopped using the bypass and everything two years. Mm -hmm. And then what was it that, uh, you know, like how did you find the lofta thing? Like was it my wife online? found them on Facebook and sent it oh. to me. Okay. She sent me a link to their stuff on Facebook and I started looking at it and I thought, whatever you know it's this is another you know this is well you if they can do it, it this easy right then why and, was it so hard the first time this has got to be a ripoff right and so and I, i'm not gonna lie i thought this is a complete ripoff yeah 150 bucks for the test and the little at-home sleep thing yeah. and i was like yeah i'll buy it just to make her happy got it so yeah. just to explain, this wasn't something you did through your insurance. You just no. pay them a one-off, low-cost yes. payment. Yep. And, then... oh, and, it's, and it's very affordable. And here's the thing. Insurance gets in the way a lot. So you paid your money. Paid my and money. Then... They sent me this little wristwatch-looking deal. Okay. Um, and it, it's got a little thing that goes on your finger. I think it's and a you watch it on your wrist. that they use. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, and it's a yeah. and a, it's got a little sensor that you put right here on your chest. Yep. yep. Hook it, Bluetooth it to your phone with their app, and go to sleep in your own bed. Yep. So I do it. I wake and you were up. You're able I'm to thinking, sleep just fine because you don't have any fine, of this stuff you know. on your head or any of that. Yeah. Um, and it's all plenty of room. I mean, you don't you don't even it it takes about a minute and a half, and you don't even know you have that stuff on. And um, sleep just fine, wake up, and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, they sent me a little toy that lit up. There's no way that worked. So the little app tells me, you know, thank you. You got enough sleep. Somebody will be calling you in a couple of days. And I'm like, well, there it is right there. So put the thing in my, it said throw it away, but I thought, you know what? I'm not going to throw it away because I'm a pack rat. I mean, I've still got the thing. I put it in my closet. I, you know, there's no need. I'll ever. There's no way I'll ever need it again. But in ten years, I'll be like, "Hey, that's the thing." You never know. But, so I put it in the closet. Don't hear nothing from them for a couple of days. I'm like, "Yeah, you know." You're still thinking kind of that it's a scam. That's 150 bucks down the drain, whatever. So get a call from the get a, get an email 
and a call from a guy and he says, look, I'm, I'm a sleep therapist and I want to set up a, a, a zoom meeting with you. That way we can call and, you know, I can go over these, these results with you because we need to get something done now. Yep. Uh, he said, you have severe, um, it's a, it's a blockage sleep apnea that I have. Yeah. Obstructive my, sleep my apnea. Yeah. When I go to sleep, my throat closes. Yeah. So even after losing all the weight, still does it. Yes. You know, I'm 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 back to the same size I was in the Marine Corps. I actually put one of my uniforms on the other day. It felt pretty good. But anyway. That's amazing. Um so okay. Well, I didn't hear anything from him. Come our meeting day, didn't hear anything from him. And I thought, you know, okay, whatever. I'm just going on with my life. I'm not letting it bother me because I'd already figured out that it was a scam anyway. Well, I get a call from another guy, Lofta, and he's like, look, I am so sorry. Um, we are trying to go through his calendar. He has caught a severe case of COVID. He is. Oh, no. He's in the hospital. Oh, God. You know, and it oh, was gosh. one of those things that it happened so fast that everybody all the other therapy you know they all had their own calendars and everybody's like oh yeah. i hope he gets better and everybody finally finally someone said well what about his calendar we better call all these people yeah. so they start you know they start jumping through hoops i get like five phone calls that day from all of them very apologetic you know i'm like it's fine man i, I understand you're like i have really low expectations <laughs> I, I like look i wasn't expecting much out of y'all anyway you know and um so they they finally get me to my therapist. And this is in a Zoom call on your computer. Yeah. For the first... <clears throat> Sorry. It's okay to cry. I cry all the time. I don't. I know. For the first time, somebody actually sat and listened to what I was trying to tell them. Yeah. They actually understood that I knew that I probably wasn't going to live like this much longer. Something yeah. was going to happen. I was already at the point where every night when I lay down and went to sleep, I really didn't expect to wake up in the morning. And I'm not scared of dying. Hands down. Not scared of it at all. Does not fear me. Uh, Marine, Southern Baptist, whatever. Sometimes not somebody scared. seeing in you what you're actually dealing with and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared of what's going to happen to your wife when, I, when, when I'm not here. Yeah. Well, she listened and she said, let me get you a machine coming. Okay. Now my insurance had told me the one that I have and I said, look, I've got the same exact machine that you're trying to send me. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, you know, I said, but, you know, the, the medical place that, that it owns it, of course, my insurance has been paying to them, but, you know, it's kind of a lease deal. It's not mine. Let me buy one from y'all. Okay. Well, they ha they've got, they don't really do insurance. Now they will help you. They'll help you more than you, than you know, with getting your paperwork to get get reimbursed from your insurance yeah uh, there's also uh, payment plans you know whatever whatever you need now fortunately enough that i was in a position where i was like look i'll send you a check send me the thing you know well turns out 
the medical supply place had lied. I called the insurance and I actually own that thing now. So I've got two, <laughs> but I don't care. I, I really don't. It doesn't bother yeah. me at all because I get, I get the thing. I put it on. I've had, I got the first good night's sleep I've had in 15 years. Wow. And so what was different this time? Were they talking you through the setup and, and like the mask and all that Everything. stuff? everything well when i told him when i told him you can't turn this this thing up because i can't sleep yeah you know and and i told her the problem i had with the other one and she said well i need you to look at some settings for me so she showed me how to go through it and she said what's this on and i said well it's set at 25 she goes that's wide open they've got it turned up as far as they can possibly turn it you know and i was like uh okay and she's like nobody can sleep like that And and I think like a lot of the, I'm not sure they talked through this with you, but a lot of the things I find that people are never told about are the humidifier, like, you know, like how to clean your machine properly, how to use like a, um, like I've got one of those um, hose supports that kind of like keeps my hose above, above me. So it's not tugging on my face and just all these things that I'm like, why don't they tell you this stuff? Like right out the gate. Yeah, and, you know, and, and she said, look, here, here's some things you can do. Uh, sent me to Walmart to get this little ozone thing where I just take, you know, every night, every morning I get up, pull my mask, my little uh, water tank, stick it in a bag with this little ozone thing, hit a button, boom. Yeah. It runs, it cleans it, you know, and then once a week, I've, I actually, now, me being the redneck that i am went and found a a lint dryer cleaner it's it's actually for cleaning the the vent on your dryer but oh. it's a big it looks like a big long pipe oh cleaner. yeah 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 and so you know i can wash the inside of my hose out that's you know? great they have and they so, have specific ones you can buy on amazon that are right. CPAP hose cleaners but it's exactly what you just said so you know i'm like hey this will work you know and yeah so i I, I sterilized so got your and, whole cleaning set up. Yep, got it all set up. Um, she said, go get some wipes. She said, you can buy them from us. You can buy them anywhere you want to. Uh, just go get the cleaning wipes. So you can just wipe the nose piece off and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first night I get it, I start sleeping really good. But uh, I'm using the, the nasal pillow that I had with my other one. Yeah. You know, from the guy that, a buddy of mine that, that mm-hmm. got it for me. Well, my first week call, I told her, I said, look, something's wrong. This thing is killing my nose. And it had actually wore two big blisters and pimples on the yeah. side of my nose right here. And I'm like, she's like, oh, that's not a problem. You're, the, the nose pillow's too small. This doesn't really? fit properly. Okay. She said, well, with your box, there was a little thing in there. I said, I saw that card. She said, get it. Let's go through it. And we'll get you a proper fitting. And, and she talked you. you through it, which is just yeah. like, that's what people need. I, I can't, I can't say enough. And that's why, you know, when they asked me if I would do this, I was like, please let me do it. Yeah. I cannot say enough about the support and the, you know, don't get frustrated. Just tell me what's wrong. Yeah. She sent me her personal email. I got her phone number. And she said, look, we'll set up, we'll, I'll, we'll talk every week, once a week. If you need me more than that, let me know. 
And so the different size of, of pillow fix like, it the, immediately. It fixed it immediately. She said, go get you some Vaseline. They sell cocoa butter flavored Vaseline. It even smells good. And just rub a little Vaseline on your nose when you start then, using the pillow. And yeah. And I'm like, really? Fit, That's fit it? Of That's the fix? Is just like, I can't even tell you how many people, like, I just talk to people with sleep apnea all the time. And it's not huge adjustments often. It's like, no, it's, you know, it's, someone you know, going from a regular like some people struggle with silicone and then they get a memory foam mask and they're like oh my god night and day so much yeah. better i'm sleeping now and the difference is not that much but nobody in this traditional you know system that you described to begin with is taking time to talk people through these things no they they always figure someone else is going to do it right and they're not well so i get my nose pillow the right size Got it on. First night was just woke up in my room, tickled pink. Slept all night long. First time I slept six hours in 10 years. That makes me want to cry. This will. And I'm going to try to get through this without crying. Get up. Making coffee. My wife gets up, comes in there. I turn around, I grab her, I hug her, I kiss her. I said, baby, it worked. And I said, uh, it's something I used to say when I traveled a lot, and it really doesn't mean anything to anybody else, but I used to call her and I said, hey, fire up the blender and put on something sexy because daddy's coming home. You know, and it, it was, she'd always laugh. She's like, you're such an idiot, you know, but so, and I probably hadn't said that to her in 15 years. So I said it to her and she looked at me and she said, are you serious? And I said, yeah, I'm going to set everything up, set everything up in the room. So and you get to sleep with your wife again. Pile into my bedroom, get everything set up. We go to bed that night. I'm back in my bed with her in our big king size bed. Dogs on the floor. I get everything all set up, kiss her goodnight, put my mask on, lay down. And for the first time in probably 10 years, she slides her foot over. And touches my leg, you know, just a little make sure you're still there kind of thing. And we go to sleep. I cried like a baby before I went to sleep. I didn't let her know it. But it's such it just, a relief. I was so overwhelmed with, I mean, you just have to know it. This, this woman is truly my soulmate. She really is. Mm -hmm. She has put up with my crap, <laughs> you know, and, and she just, and it just, it, it, I don't know, it life changing. Yeah. Life changing. What, what my life had become totally different. Mm -hmm. So I called Narnia the next day, sent her an email. I didn't call her. I sent her an email and I said, uh, you don't know what you've done. You have no idea. I know you're doing your job and you're trying to help people get a good night's sleep that a good night's sleep is fine. So much beyond that. Yeah. There's so much more to it than getting a good night's sleep. Yeah. Plus Just it changes your whole of life. It, it changes your whole outlook on life. Yes. You know, so how long uh, has it been since that night? Two months. Wow. Much. And how are you feeling now? 
amazing. Amazing. So I'm actually uh, uh bought an RV. I'm actually making some long-term plans, you know. I love it. You know, uh we one of the reasons we would never get an RV in travels because we couldn't sleep together. We were not gonna be able to sleep in a confined space together. Yeah. You know, one was gonna have to, we're gonna have to either take turns sleeping or something because we she wouldn't be able to sleep with me. You know, yeah. and in an RV, even if I slept in the you know, the front of the RV. She was going to hear me because I mean I you can hear me across the hall across the house when I'm yeah. when I don't have my mask on. Not anymore. Now, I went from uh, well they call it episodes and I hour yeah. I had a apnea uh, per hour AHI. Yep. When um when I did my first study with them, I was at eighty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were four times that I stopped breathing for more than a minute. Wow. Now I'm at. I think point one. It's amazing. Um, uh, leak index is staying around ten somewhere, and you know that's from turning over or whatnot. And yeah. uh, uh, the one they sent me, she set it up so that it was would auto start and auto, you know, and if it comes off, it'll automatically shut off. Um, so I get it, and I'm looking at this other boat anchor, you know, and I'm like. Man, it'd be nice if that one was set up mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah. Because I could put it in the RV and I wouldn't have to so worry about they, damaging are, one. Are they the same? They're identical. It's make, model, brand, oh, everything. We he said, let me help you with that. Let me show you how to do that. Yeah. And so now I've got one that I can travel with and I don't have to worry about tearing one down every, you know. And my thing was, I'm not going to tear this thing down and pack it up to go one night. Right. I've got one that's already tore down. Yeah. And ready to go. Yeah. Well, it's changed my outlook outlook on life. Yeah. Has changed how I'm living. You know, I told you first of the call, we're getting new floors. Yeah. I've tore the light box down in in the kitchen and re, we're, we've totally remodeled our kitchen. This is all in the two months since I've got my machine. Yeah. Because now you have uh, energy to do things. Stripped, primed. Painted our own cabinets. Did it all myself. Getting new floors. When are you uh, coming to my house? <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, built built a, built an accent wall in the Oh wow. To my accent wall. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so nice. And uh there's no stopping you now, right? I'm industrious. <laughs> well, listen, Jody, I could talk to you for like three hours, but thank you yeah. so much for joining me and sharing your uh, story thank with Thank you. Everybody. Thank you for letting me. Thank well, you for it's letting a me. Light to have you. If it helps anybody, and and the reason I wanted to tell this because I know, I, I know there are a thousand guys out there that have been through the conventional method and said, "To hell with this! I'm not yeah. doing this." I didn't really clarify and ask you. So you paid your hundred and fifty dollars or whatever up front. Mm-hmm. But then what about the ongoing stuff? Like, is there another charge after? No, you pay it when you buy. When I got my machine, they give you a um, a support option. It's two hundred and fifty bucks. Okay, and you get a year's worth of unlimited support plus a free mask. Okay, it just and seems too good to be true, right? <laughs> it 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 actually really is. I was always waiting for the punchline. Yeah, you know, I, until I got my machine and started sleeping good, and I thought, man, these guys are freaking for real. Yeah. 
you know, and I was like, how does everybody not know about this? Yeah. And this all came from a link my wife sent me on Facebook. It all you know? comes back now, to your wife. I, now, she's never going to let me forget that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. But that's okay. I can deal with that. Yeah, we can deal with that. Well, listen, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. I do really appreciate it. Well, thank you, too. Thank you for calling. Right, uh, I appreciate you letting me tell somebody. Thanks so much for listening. I love hearing from you. If you'd like to be featured in an upcoming episode, please email me at sleepapneastories at gmail.com. That's also the place to get in touch if you just want to say hi or ask a question. Alternatively, you can always reach me on Instagram. My handle there is at sleepapneastories. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. This really helps a wider audience to find the episodes and I really appreciate it.